0: Hey, everybody. This is Alex. Hey, it's Natasha. And we are here to talk just for a second about Extra Crunch, TechCrunch's subscription product. Extra Crunch is where a lot of our best analysis and follow-up stories lives. We focus a lot on startups, building, and even poke fun here and there. It's true. I also write a daily column called The Exchange that's over on Extra Crunch. And the good news is, if you don't have EC access yet, we have a deal for you. Yes, you can use, I think the best code there is. So don't tell anyone who doesn't listen to equity because they're not invited. The code is equity, all caps for 50% off your extra crunch subscription. So head over to techcrunchcom slash subscribe. Use that code. Make us look good internally. We say thanks across the internet. And now let's do a show. Hello, this is Alex, and you are listening to Equity Monday for February 15th, 2021. Equity Monday, of course, is your first look at the biggest tech news, what's new in the world of startups, and the global markets. Now, today is a holiday in many parts of the world, so we have our first Monday in a long time where the news is not incredibly frantic. Ugh, thank God. Let's enjoy the day's respite. All right. Now, over the weekend, the recently popular audio chat app Clubhouse, by now I'm sure you've heard of it, began to, quote, roll out changes to add additional encryption and blocks to prevent Clubhouse clients from ever transmitting pings to Chinese servers. This came after a Stanford Internet Observatory Cyber Policy Center report detailed potential security issues involving a technology partner and the Chinese government's data collection rules. The story matters as it underscores how increasingly balkanized the Chinese Internet is, especially from the kind of the U.S. startup world, and how startups in the world must view the Chinese market as part potential and part security risk. And in the wake of the defenestration of Ant's IPO, perhaps a business risk as well. Moving on, this week in the beta of an app called Dispo, short for disposable, I believe, went viral. I got in before the beta of it ran out of space, and I have precisely no idea what the vintage camera app with the built-in time delay is actually for which probably means it's going to get huge. So if you do know what I'm supposed to do with it or what we are supposed to do with it, please send a tweet to at EquityPod or at Alex and we will take a look. We presume it's gonna be on the show again here and there. So let us know how you're using it and why it's cool. Thanks. Also, over the weekend, a dive into the animosity between Apple CEO Tim Cook and Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg was published by the Wall Street Journal. You should read it. And I bring it up not merely to note that you should, but to underscore the rising divide in perspective between Internet giants here in the U.S. Apple and Facebook are feuding over privacy as Microsoft and Google spar over search engine regulation, with Redmond subtweeting Mountain View's recent threat to pull out of one market or the other. It's not a surprise that we're seeing the ad-based tech giants square off against the two that don't live off, monetized user attention to third-party content. Amazon, you know, it's kind of in the middle of this divide because it has ads, and it does tech, and it does e-commerce, and it has Prime, so kind of whatever. But there is a really fundamental shift between these two parties, and they're going to be at odds for a very long time. The joke here is, does that put Apple and Microsoft on the same team? I don't know. And finally, there's some governmental theater coming to you via the U.S. that you probably want to watch. This Thursday, February 18th, there will be a virtual hearing of the House Financial Services Committee. If you're not in the U.S., that's one of our chambers of Congress, and it's their you know, finance crew, if you will. According to Forbes, it will include, and I'm not kidding, Robinhood CEO Vlad Tenev, Reddit CEO Steve Huffman, and Roaring Kitty, aka Deep F-ing Value. And I'm sure that'll get bleeped, but you know who I'm talking about. I may actually live blog this. It's gonna be amazing. This morning, there isn't just that much happening. So for the first time in so many weeks that I'm a little bit confused, let's just kind of chill. Normally I have to kind of cut things out of this section. Not today. So, before we get to funding rounds, and we do have some very cool ones today, the tech news from around the world kind of goes like this. American car giant GM has some new electric cars, TechCrunch reports. This comes after the CEO of European car company VW said that they are, quote, not afraid of a possible Apple car, Apple Insider reports. I raise those stories in tandem because given the sheer number of electric car companies that are going public in the U.S. lately via SPACs, it's kind of an interesting conversation. And I just want to point out what's going on investors, public market investors, are betting that Apple won't take over the EV market, nor that GM or VW will dominate, but instead that these upstart companies will actually pull a Tesla and carve out long-term market share for themselves. Now, how likely that is, I don't know. Should VW be afraid of Apple? Maybe. Is GM doing the right thing? Who knows? But will the spact EVs be the ones to win? Anyways, you can soon place your bets on that in your stock market trading app of choice. And this morning, TechCrunch's Manish Singh reports that, quote, India said on Monday, local firms will no longer need license or other permission to collect, generate, store, and share geospatial data of the country, bringing sweeping changes to its earlier stance that it admitted hindered innovation. Now, I'm not going to comment here on the religious and economic tension inside of India as we don't have time, and also I probably would butcher it. But from a purely tech perspective, it is notable to me how often it seems that I read about a crackdown on China's internet and media landscape most recently by the BBC, for example. Well, India's stance towards tech matters seems to be heading in the other direction. Something to keep in mind as we compare larger venture capital investment flows and also where startups are taking on the most interesting ideas. Now, over to Funny Rounds. Got a couple of neat ones for you. First up, L-I-B-E-O. L-I-B-E-O which recently raised a 20 million Euro Series A. According to tech.eu, Libio, quote, simplifies invoices and payments for SMEs. Now, this round stood out to me as we recently heard about Balance, a B2B payment startup that raised capital and was bet on by both Lightspeed and Max Lovechin. Libio also does B2B payments, so perhaps we're seeing kind of a boom in these startups. Perhaps it's a space that we should pay a little bit more attention to. In a blog post, France-based Libio described its round as its third in 18 months. Hot damn. And sticking to areas of the startup world where we should pay more attention, Nimbus, that's N-Y-M-Bus, raised $53 million for what Payments.com described as, quote, banking as a service. Insight Partners led the round, which the startup itself called new and significant. Sure. The company cited the digital transformation of banks and credit unions as a driver of its growth. And I just wanna bring this round up because we're seeing a lot of banking as a service stuff. Stripe has some of it, Alpaca. A lot of people are doing this kind of like deliver a bank via an API, and it's gotta be because things are really happening. I presume all the capital is still flowing into these companies because they are seeing a lot of market traction, like every part of FinTech, I suppose. All right, and to wrap this morning, we have spent some time lately discussing the pros and cons of venture capital data over the last couple of weeks. To summarize, safes and other seed stage investing vehicles are hiding a lot of market volume, making it harder to pin down precisely what's going on amongst venture capital investing from certain angles. And we've reported ad nauseum that the later and larger a round is, the more likely it is to leak or be reported on kind of around when it happens. Anywho, all that is to say that my longtime friend and former colleague, Jenae Tier recently wrote for Crunchbase News that of the $150 billion of venture capital investment that Crunchbase counted up for U.S.-based startups last year, just a single billion of it went to quote Black or African-American startup founders. You don't really have to worry about the nuances of how long seed stage data can lag reality to grok how stark those numbers are. They're terrible. And hopefully it's something we can do a lot better about this year as a society. All right, everyone, that is our show. My name is Alex. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter where I am at Alex. You can follow the show at Equity Pond. We are back on Thursday, if not before. And coming up on Extra Crunch Live this February 17th, we have Steve Laughlin from Excel and Jason Bomig from Ironclad. It's gonna be a real good show. I'll see you there. Okay, bye.